0: If you've ever watched a cooking show or baking contest where chefs create jaw-dropping and mouth-watering meals and desserts, it's hard not to view cooking as an art. But what about using it as a form of medicine? This is Nutrition Edge on ReachMD. I'm Dr. Andrew Wilner, and joining me is Dr. Colin Zhu, a locum tenens family physician who is board-certified in lifestyle medicine. He's also the founder of The Chef Doc. An online wellness and lifestyle education platform, as well as a published author. Dr. Zhu, it's great to have you with us. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having us. So to start, can you share with our listeners what culinary medicine is and how you became interested in it?
1: Yes, most definitely. So culinary medicine is blending the art of the culinary arts and also the science of medicine. In short, it's kind of like food is medicine or how Hippocrates bestowed way back when, you know, let food be thy medicine. And it's honestly a lot of basic, fundamental, foundational knowledge that most people possess and it's not something brand new, not necessarily something, you know, rocket science. It's more about bringing food, diet and lifestyle back to the forefront and using it as primary treatment. I basically got I'm really interested in culinary medicine way back right after medical school. As you know, Dr. Wilner, we have a paucity of nutritional education. I think the most recent survey back in 2010 was the latest that I found, and they found that 27% of medical schools across the board actually require a nutritional course. For me, in my personal experience, um, in my schooling, I only received about ten credit hours, and most of that was biochemistry. But food is a lot more than that. Diet and lifestyle nutrition is a lot more than that. There is a whole person approach to it. And so, what I took from that was I needed to go deeper. I needed to go much more in depth. And so, what I did was after I finished and graduated from medical school, I enrolled myself into a culinary arts program and I went to the school with the Natural Gourmet Institute in Manhattan and I completed my diploma there and since then I actually used the education to enhance my career in family practice which I'm board certified in and to be able to help not just in terms of counseling one-on-one with my patients but also to put on workshops and food demonstrations and speak around at different conferences and public events.
0: And I know also that you're a, a locum tenens physician. How has being a locum tenens physician played a role in your passion for helping people lead uh, healthy lifestyles?
1: Yeah, so for those of you that don't know what locum tenens is, it's Latin for hold a plate. And I like to use the phrase a traveling physician, similar to how travel nursing is coming about. And so... Basically, I for the past over three years, I've practiced in four different states and I think it's a wonderful way to practice medicine and how I use um, that platform to be able to convey and educate and teach is similar. I uh, mainly work in an outpatient clinic, but through local tenants, I was able to work in places like the VA in New Orleans, work on a Indian health reservation in Las Vegas and help uh, out refugees from West. In East Africa and Seattle. And so it's interesting because, you know, a lot of different things are actually overlapped and a lot of different things are actually shared where people still go through similar diet and lifestyle behaviors. So we all, you know, know of the standard American diet and know how that is not as healthy for us. And we fight a chronic lifestyle disease burden and uh, obesity epidemic. And so using the culinary education and using, you know, my background lifestyle medicine, I'm able to not only counsel uh, patients uh, here and there, but I also try to empower them to live a deeper and fulfilling lifestyle, you know, because a lot of patients, you know, they know that, you know, they need to eat more and move, but we need to go way beyond that and, and see what is their motivator to change and figure out what's blocking them. So I like to go very deep with uh, patients and find out, you know, what stage of life they're in and just take it to the next level.
0: So Locum Tenens provided you with a diversity of experiences uh, with patients and also I imagine some flexibility in your schedule so that you could focus on uh, developing your uh, culinary arts. Yes, Welcome
1: Pendant ordered me to be able to go on physician retreats. Um, it allowed me to give talks at different conferences and events. And mainly, I give most of my often give to healthcare professionals. And because I'm a primary care physician, I'm a firm believer that you know you need to be your own role model. You know, we were meant to be trained as community leaders. And if you don't practice what you preach, it's much harder to be able to convey your message to to anybody alike. And so I wanted to live as authentic of a lifestyle as possible. So, but, you know, on the side, I also had the blessings of being able to travel around the world and be able to connect with different people from all walks of life.
0: Now, you know, back to the limited nutrition training that physicians get, you know, I'm sure all clinicians understand the, the basics of nutrition and the importance of uh, vitamins, for example, I've seen uh, several cases of Wernicke's encephalopathy due to thiamine deficiency uh, here at the city hospital where I work. But apart from true vitamin deficiencies, is there any scientific evidence that demonstrates that certain diets uh, really make a difference?
1: Yeah, definitely. There are a couple of individuals that come to mind that I consider are pioneers in lifestyle medicine. One of them um, is uh, Coldwell uh, Esserstein, junior MD. He uh, had a, a Cleveland uh, Clinic nutritional study that he ran for pretty much close to 21 years. And he was able to demonstrate advanced uh, coronary artery disease, um, which is our number one killer um, in the United States for men and women. And he was able to demonstrate how advancement of that disease is stopped and reversed in patients that he put on a plant-based diet and also he was able to show that they were able to maintain a total cholesterol of less than 150 milligrams per deciliter and LDL of less than 80. Another individual that I can think of is uh, Dean Ornish uh, MD and he also used uh, plant-based diet similar for uh, heart, uh, heart disease and he published his study in the Lancet called the Lifestyle Heart Trial and he was able to show regression. Of uh, coronary artery disease through the measurement of uh, the diameter of stenosis, and these two individuals are, you know, pioneers in their own game. And honestly, to me, plant-based, whole food, plant-based diet, basically comprising a majority of dark green leafy vegetables, beans, uh, beans, legumes, starchy vegetables, nuts, seeds, whole grains and very, 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 very minimal animal protein source, we are able to see a lot of chronic diseases that are being, that you can not only treat but actually see reversal as well. And so for me, when I counsel patients, I don't tell them to go on a diet, I don't tell them to go vegetarian or vegan overnight. It's just through this mountain of evidence that we've seen. I just tell them just add more plants to your diet and you're able to gain more energy, gain more nutritional value and actually consume a lot less calories because you know you are consuming so much fiber, so much vitamins and minerals and so much you know, roughage, you actually lose weight. So it actually has a numerous enough, uh, numbers of uh, effects and you know, not a kill for an ill or a diet or a condition per se. And we're able to see this in, you know, we've seen a lot of great results through uh, the Mediterranean diet as well. It's gained a lot of traction, but for me, I mainly focus on a plant-based diet.
0: For those just joining us, you're listening to Nutrition Edge on ReachMD. I'm Dr. Andrew Wilner, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Colin Zhu about his interest in and application of culinary medicine. So Dr. Zhu, now that we know how you've uh, implemented holistic nutritional approaches into your practice, I'd love to hear what advice you'd give to other clinicians listening who may want to do the same or want to learn more about it. I say that clinicians, especially primary
1: care, and basically across the board, I feel that diet and lifestyle plays not as our foundational base for our health in general. I would say the first thing is to watch the documentary Forks Over Knives. I think that's a great uh, first step and there's a lot of resources that are free and commercial free from any ads or any, any support like that uh, to visit nutritionfacts.org, to visit lifestylefacts.org and these are all evidence-based, all scoured through the most up-to-date, Nutrition and lifestyle based evidence, and you can actually use this to, you know, convey your message to your patients and clients. There's also a lot of uh, conferences, uh, for example, the Healthy Kitchen, Healthy Lives Conference, which marries medicine and science as well. And there's also, if you guys are uh, interested in learning more about cooking, There's a program out in Tulane University that hosts the first teaching kitchen out of a medical school, and and that's in Tulane University. So there's a lot of great resources. You can always reach out to me as well to be able to learn more.
0: So, Colin, you know, while I was preparing for this interview, I found a YouTube video called "The Thrive Prescription: Elevate Your Game," and uh, the episode I watched featured you and, and about a million penguins in the background. Can you tell us about that? So, basically, this time last year, I was able to hit my last
1: continent, and that was um, Antarctica. And what you see in that video is a sea of uh, king penguins. And if you ever call the movie Happy Feet, that's pretty much what it's based off of. And it's a beautiful country. Like I said, I personally traveled um, to all seven continents and over 30 uh, countries and been lucky enough to be able to, you know, fulfill my passion for travel. And that's made me a better physician because I feel like self-care is very, very important, especially uh, with our epidemic of physician burnout.
0: Well, that's a great story. Well, before we wrap up our discussion, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, so like uh, Dr. Wilner said earlier, I'm a published author. I'm the author of Applied Medicine, How to Cultivate Your Desires and Other Your Life. Um, I did release a Spanish version of this, and I would love to give your listeners uh, five free copies of my audiobook. And it's basically, in short, my experiences as a traveling physician and a world traveler and you know, using my experience and tips to be able to take your life to the next level, especially when we feel stuck at different stages of our life. So I would love to kind of uh, offer that to your audience members so they can reach me by email and I can uh, help them out with that.
0: Well, with that, I'd like to give many thanks to you, Dr. Colin Zhu, for talking with us today about the culinary arts and lifestyle medicine. Thank you very much to all you guys. Thank you for having me. I'm Dr. Andrew Wilner and you've been listening to Nutrition Edge on ReachMD. To access other episodes in this series, visit reachmd.com/nutrition where you can be part of the knowledge.